episode 91 of the Elite Roadwear Podcast. Welcome to the Elite Roadwear Podcast, where we believe you can leverage the road to transform your work, health, and home life while on business travel to ultimately master the business travel life. If you're a road warrior and a great chance you're on the road right now, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, fellow road warrior, husband of one and father of five, an author, but most importantly, on a mission to help business travelers eliminate burnout and exceed results. I'm also committed each and every business trip to becoming and remaining an elite road warrior. And I'd love nothing more than for you to join this masterful plan and worthwhile road trip. Becoming a new business traveler is exciting. It's like finally getting your license and starting your car up by yourself and going for a drive with you only for the very first time. Hashtag newfound freedom. But business travel has these secret handshakes that seemingly everyone else knows about, but nobody chose to show you as the new guy or the new girl on the road. And as a result, so many business travelers make certain mistakes over and over. The cannon should be avoided. If only someone cared enough to pull the Road Warrior rookie aside to show these needed and simple handshake moves. And that's the exact reason for this podcast episode. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Exactly. And I'm here to help a brother and a sister out and give you that chance to succeed quicker and more effectively. There's nothing wrong with being a rookie road warrior. We all started there at some point. So let's get the rookie road green color off right now and get you up to speed. Here are seven mistakes new business travelers do wrong and how to avoid them. Mistake number one, not signing up for TSA pre-check. Before you even step foot in an airport, the first thing you should do is to get your TSA pre-check knocked out and ready. Well, why? time. Unless you prefer to wait with the commoners, common man, who travel once or twice a year for vacation or an occasional trip, you want to be in the TSA pre-check lane. Personally, I'm not a big fan of the following. Whipping my belt off, feeling like I'm dressing in public. Oh, behave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Walking on dirty floors with my socks. Having to pull my electronics out of my bag. When you have TSA pre-check, none of the above will apply to you. It'll also reduce traveler friction, which is anything that causes added stress within a business travel day, whether self-induced or part of the, just the joy of being a business traveler. I remember one time hitting unexpected traffic to the airport and was in the busyness vortex of hurry, worry, scurry. I walked into the airport in San Diego and the normal security line looked like, well, the line for a new Disneyland or SeaWorld ride. If I had to stand in that line, I was sunk. But I walked right up to the TSA pre-check line and I was at my gate in 10 minutes. Woo. After a long week of travel, I just wanted to get home and it wouldn't happen standing with 10,000 of my closest friends. And this situation happens often, and TSA PreCheck will save you over and over and over. 
I'll put the, the link for the TSA pre-check in the show notes. You'll have it there. Here's an elite road word tip. If you travel across the borders, let's say North A to O Canada or South Noah Espanol to Mexico, consider global entry. And I'll put a link in the show notes as well for you there. But make sure you get your TSA pre-check taken care of. There are so many guys that I meet on a consistent basis, even more so than girls, because you guys take things more seriously. Come on, man. Anyway, these guys like, I know, I know I need to get that taken care of. And they just wait forever. And they wait until they get bit. And they lose the chance. And they didn't board a plane or whatever. And that's when they get it. Don't do it then. Do it right now. Mistake number two, not getting your passport now. Now, you may be getting or currently have a region, for example, for your role at the moment. So you're wondering, why do I even bother getting a passport right now? I don't need a passport to cross the Iowa border. Well, here are some reasons. Uh, One, you never know when you may be asked to cross the border or the water. Early on, for example, I had landed a good-sized contract, and I was asked if I could do Toronto, Edmonton, and Vancouver in a short turnaround of less than two weeks. If I didn't have my passport, I would have missed that great opportunity, along with catching a basketball game and three hockey games, just saying. But I was also given the advice to get my passport right away, and all was good. Second reason, it's another valid proof of identification. One time, I had misplaced my wallet, and I was having a Road Warrior freakout session. Now, come on, you've had your fair share as well, so don't be judging on me. Well, I was getting my money's worth out of this freakout session. I hadn't gone through security yet and was short on time due to Chicago traffic, the gift that keeps on giving, on my way to the airport. I calmed down instantly when I remembered one thing. I had my passport with me. I breezed through security, of course, TSA pre-check, avoiding mistake number one, went to my gate, sat down, and I realized I did have my wallet and my license in my bag After all, I just put it in a a different location that I wasn't used to because I was in a rush. What's the moral of the story? Well, besides don't do drugs, it's better to have it and not need your passport than wish you had it and didn't have it. Get your passport process going right now so you have it when you really need it. Here's an elite road warrior tip. Don't leave your passport at home on a business trip, but always carry it with you in case you need it for another proof of identification. Mistake number three, not using a packing list. Now, when you first start traveling, it's a challenge to know what you even need to bring, let alone forget items that you know you'll need. It's kind of guesswork at best. And early on, I would forget random things, a belt, workout socks, a phone or computer charger, hair gel, and on and on and on. I mean, it was frustrating, inconvenient, and to be honest, completely avoidable. Once I started using a checklist for packing, my packing went far quicker and my forgetfulness nearly disappeared. And my only regret was really not using this simple tool sooner. Now, I use the following categories, toiletries, dress wear, casual wear, work bag, and unique for this trip. So obviously, toiletries, you know what needs to be in there. Dress wear, you know what needs to be in there. But sometimes it's the little things, your socks or your belt or a tie if you're needing a tie or something like that. Casual wear, which oftentimes included workout clothes for me. And with my work bag, it was everything from my computer to any chargers that I needed to use. 
And the unique for this trip was, well, am I going to any special place for dinner that I need to bring something different to wear? Am I going to the beach or some type of activity that I'm going to need certain types of items that are going to be unique for this trip? So toiletries, dress wear, casual wear, work bag, unique for this trip. Then I put in detail what would fit under each of these categories I had mentioned specifically for that trip. You'll figure it out on a common basis of what you need and what you don't. But I still to this day use the checklist to make sure I don't forget things. Lastly, I asked, is this item absolutely necessary to make sure everything could fit in my carry-on? Minor, yet important detail. Here's an Elite Roadwear tip. Have duplicates of as many items as possible that can stay in your carry-on bag and your work bag. It was worth the investment and shrunk my packing list, especially the time, to more specialty items depending on my location. I had a habit of forgetting my laptop charger for a MacBook Pro. Not good. Not good at all. And it's expensive, especially I'm gone for three or four days. So after doing that and forgetting my, my toothbrush or just dumb things. Now, could I go out to CVS or, or Walgreens or wherever to get it? Sure. It's just inconvenient. But these larger items was not good. Workout shoes or a charger is a big, big deal. Having duplicates as many as possible is a lifesaver and a great tip to avoid in this mistake. Now, these first three rookie road warrior mistakes are all before your trip. Review, not signing up for TSA pre-check and or global entry, not getting your passport now, and not using a packing list. Well, the next four mistakes are when you're on the road. And we'll break down these four mistakes after this short break. If you have kids, you know they absolutely love mail, especially if it's from you. Now with my kids, the cards they enjoy the most were the ones that were designed for kids. And I found that when I took just a minute or two and wrote meaningful words breathing encouragement and truth into the life of my children, it made a huge difference. And as a result, Elite Roadwear Group created a Connect Cards product line to help you invest into the lives of those you love back home. Each card was made by a kid for a kid and Connect is at the heart of Elite Roadwear and is energy habit number six. The cool part is the purchase of this card directly supports Warrior Wagons, a nonprofit organization who delivers Warrior Wagons filled with essentials to brave children and their families battling all forms of pediatric cancer. And there are five Connect card choices. Thinking of you, miss you, proud of you, love you, and grateful for you. Go to EliteRotor.com forward slash store today to pick up your very own Connect Cards. Mistake number four, checking a bag. This mistake applies to the hoarder, whether male or female. If you're nervous you're going to not have enough with you, then this mistake more than likely applies to you. And I've also witnessed this firsthand traveling with the newer female business traveler who has to have numerous outfits in every pair of shoes. Now, I get it. I'm married. I understand that. But I don't want to travel with you. And I don't want to wait with you for your bag that looks like you're on vacation. Ladies, I don't normally pick on you, but this is a spot where this could happen. In general, checking a bag is one more way for something to go wrong. And the times that I happen to check my bag... 
Murphy's brother, you know, Murphy's from Murphy's Law. His brother's name is Mark. And he's the one who's usually doing handling of my bags. And Murphy was messing with Mark and letting him know that, well, actually, he's going to Omaha, not Atlanta. Come on, man. (laughs) Exactly. This is definitely a rookie mistake and sucks up valuable time and leaves you open to travel friction. Leave Murphy and his brother Mark alone with the carry-on. Now, there are also times when I've been gone on a long trip overseas or a trip that's lasted five, seven, ten days, then yes, checking a bag makes sense. But this is the exception, not the rule with business travel. Pony up and find a carry-on luggage bag that can work for you that is made for a business traveler. And I've looked at a ton, and I'm kind of a junkie in this area. Personally, right now, I'm using the Genius Pack G4 to 22-inch carry-on spinner luggage. I'll leave the link in the show notes that you can check it out if you're interested in it. But I love all the compartments, and it makes it very, very easy for business travel. Here's an Elite Road Road tip. Use packing cubes to maximize space. You'll be surprised how much more you can get in a carry-on bag if you pack properly. I'll also put a link in the show notes for different options that are there. Once I started using those, it made it very simple for me because once I get into a hotel, I don't like to live out of a suitcase, but I very easily could open up these different cubes inside of a dresser in a hotel room and feel like I'm actually opening up a drawer. Even if it's one night, it gives me a chance to just feel human for a little while. The carry-on goes to the side. I very easily can put everything back in the packing cubes, including dirty laundry for one specific one within the carry-on luggage of this genius pack. And I'm off to the next location. Brilliant option. Mistake number five, drinking too much at business events. I see this guy way too often at business social events or at a customer dinner. And most of the time, he's young and green, aka a new business traveler. He's obviously not used to good wine or top shelf liquor, and especially anything that is free and seemingly unlimited. Somebody stop me! Exactly. As a result, he now becomes that guy. Never be that guy. It also happens to someone who wants to fit in and drink with the big boys when this always ends poorly. I've even seen this with women business travelers, and it's brutal for all involved the next morning. A few years ago, Ted (laughs) tried to keep up with the big boys and was a lightweight drinker at best. After just two shots, he became the life of the party, or should I say death of the party, and had to be driven back to his hotel early and get his car the next day. He's now known as Two Shot Teddy, and his legacy lives on. We teased Ted that next day, saying he did all these inappropriate things. He took his shirt off. He's on top of the table. He's swinging it all around. He was dark red. He he had no idea what had happened. Do not become Two Shot Teddy. Here's the Elite Road Road tip. Stick with the advice given to me by a CEO very early on in my road work career. He said this, always drink one less than your customer and one more glass of water. Be memorable without becoming that guy at the event. Now, if you feel the alcohol catching up with you, have your next drink be water or a non-alcoholic drink that looks like a drink. For example, I'm a vodka tonic guy. So for me, that may mean you know what? I'm just going to have the tonic in there with the lime. 
No one will know the difference. And honestly, no one really cares. They will care if all of a sudden you become that guy and you are two-shot Teddy. Don't mess with this mistake. Mistake number six, working all the time on a business trip. Now, this mistake is understandable and seems to yield immediate results. So, of course, it's encouraged and oftentimes even rewarded. You may feel like you have to work all the time on the road just to keep up. Or when you're new to the road, you want to prove to your boss and your team, you can handle it, you got this. And your company may subtly even influence you to work all the time because they own you on the road. Nothing but lies. Lies, 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 lies. I couldn't agree more. Nothing but lies. You find yourself working early on a flight out of town and the last flight home. Work becomes everything you do. It even steals your sleep. If you work for this type of company, they care more about your results than they care about you. And I can guarantee one end result every single time if you fall prey to this mistake. And the word is burnout. Your results will end up inconsistent results. And you'll move quickly through what we call at Elite Road War the exhaustion cycle. Busy. I can't stop now and I feel hurried. Then I move into beatdown, whereas I don't want to do this. I can't take this and I feel stressed into burnout, which says I can't keep going and I feel done. Check, please. And you can learn more about the exhaustion cycle and how to avoid it in episode 75. Now, your evenings should be your choice what to do a majority of the time if you don't have a, a dinner already scheduled. And this was my number one mistake, and it burned me out to the point of complete exhaustion and shut me down for far too long. I worked all the time on the road. I would have my laptop lover with me at dinner, and I would take said laptop lover up for a nightcap that lasted way too long into the night. And next thing you know, my results ultimately suffered. Even though I was working, it was not quality work. So here's an elite road word tip. Try and have a hard stop of when you will start work and when you will end work. And you'll be surprised just how much more you'll get done with these said time restraints and self-imposed time restraints. I reserved the first two hours of my morning to focus in on five of the six energy habits to allow me to do the last remaining energy habit of perform at the highest level and you can too. This is a difficult mistake to not fall prey to. But I'm telling you right now, it will lead you into the exhaustion cycle and burnout. Don't do it. Last mistake, number seven, not maximizing your destination. I told this story in the book, Elite Road Warrior, and I'll I'll just kind of recap it for you right here. I was flying from Chicago to San Antonio, and this older seasoned road warrior started asking me questions about how I travel. And I have to admit, as a rookie road warrior, I was trying to impress him. Well, guess how that went. I told him about how I lived in the travel triangle of the airport, the boardroom, and the hotel. I bragged how I worked through dinner and stayed up late. This is my time to work without interruptions, I bragged. When I finally took a breath, which was probably somewhere between St. Louis and the Texas border, he said very calmly, but really clear, son, let me give you a piece of advice. Stop doing travel that way. You never know when you're ever going to be back in that city again or even on the road on business travel for that matter. So take time for downtime. 
He told me to go and see the Riverwalk in San Antonio, eat the local foods in the area, see the sightseeing locations and soak it in. And he ended by saying I would be more productive in the long run and I'd make my travel so much more enjoyable. I'd like to say that I took all that in, but man, I just licked my wounds, said thanks. And I was quiet for the remainder of the flight, thinking about this, well, this unusual but very enlightening conversation for me. Guess what I did? I actually went to the Riverwalk in San Antonio and I had a blast. I walked by the Alamo so I could remember it. Insert joke here. As a result of the unexpected influential conversation, I've continued his counsel for years and years in city and cities, and I actually have the pictures to prove it. In Elite Road Warrior, we call this downtime. Time to be, not to be on. Did you catch that? Time to be, not to be on. And too often we live in what the gentleman called the travel triangle, which I described as the airport, the conference room, and the hotel room. Every city looks the same because we don't do or see anything else. Make time to maximize your destination and get out of the travel triangle and leverage some much needed downtime. If anything, just to be more productive. But even past that, it'll make your trip and travels more enjoyable. Elite Road Road tip, do some trip research and find something in that city you can look forward to doing that you can sightsee. Go to a ball game or a museum dining at a popular local restaurant, but find something that you can really, really enjoy. Three-point land siege. Let's land this plane. Here's a quick review of the seven mistakes new business travelers do wrong. Remember, these first three are pre-trip mistakes. Number one, not signing up for TSA pre-check. Number two, not getting a passport now. Number three, not using a packing list. And then the last four are during a trip. Number four was checking a bag. Number five was drinking too much at business events, a.k.a. two-shot Teddy. Number six was working all the time on a business trip and not having downtime. Time to be, not to be on. And number seven was not maximizing your destination. I want to give credit to Jet Set Genius Podcast and an ace of a friend, Brad Camlaw, for inspiring many of these roadware mistakes. And you can find his podcast in the show notes as well. The goal of this episode is to help the young and or new business travelers to avoid mistakes that could cost you time, could cost you energy, and possibly even your reputation early on. And if adhered to, will put you on the path of not doing these mistakes and doing the Elite Roadware Tip becoming an elite road warrior. And you can find everything referenced in this episode in the show notes at eliteroadwear.com forward slash 091. And there'll be a link in the show notes for that, along with the top 10 business travel hacks guide. This is a perfect resource for a new business traveler. So pick up your copy of this free resource right now. I'd love to hear from you and you can connect with me on my primary social media sources, LinkedIn at Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, Paul Buckley, LinkedIn company page, Elite Roadware, and Instagram at Elite Roadware. So, wherever you are on the road, do something, anything, just not nothing, to master the business travel life. Leverage avoiding these rookie road warrior mistakes to help you become and remain an Elite Roadware today to eliminate burnout and exceed results. You got this. <laughs> <laughs>